this is Rise of the Rune Lords, and I am DM Clinton, and Harper is in charge of this session. Ooh, I'm first. Reeton is next. I'm not first. Inram is last. Well, you know, you gotta have an anchor. And Null is on the side. <laughs> at the traditional spot for my kind. We are at the edge of Lake Storm Under, a steamy lake. Freshwater lake located in northwestern Versia, close to the border with the lands of the Lindorm Kings. It is fed by numerous rivers and streams from the Kodar Mountains, as well as plentiful underwater geysers, which cause its surface to roil and churn, giving the lake its name. Very large eagles are seen above the lake. The steam river flows out of the lake, eventually emptying into the steaming sea far to the west. On the lake's eastern shore lies the Rhyme Skull Mountain, so named because of a roughly shaped outcropping near its peak. At the foot of the mountain is an almost perfectly preserved Thessalonian ruin, but it's many miles away. No would be interested in looking at that before we leave. It's about 30, 35, 36 miles to this peninsula. As you reach the edge of the shore, you look across the lake and can see the circle. And then you see Rhyme Skull, a giant skull-like mountain, gaping eyes and mouth. How does that teleport work again? If I could see it, I just kind of pretend that I'm there, and then I'm there. Oh. If I can't see it, there's some extra danger involved. A shadow, a very large shadow, crosses over you. I'm going to pull out my weapon. Likewise. In fact, there are two. As you look up, you see two large eagles, and they are getting larger by the second as they dive you. Mm. Oh God, it's Gandalf. <laughs> we can't survive Gandalf and Pathfinder. Roll for initiative. Oh yeah. As two rocks arrive. What are you talking about? These aren't boulders, they're birds. 21. Harper got a 20. A 22. And I got a 10. You're just too distracted by all the blood and muck on you. I would have cleaned it off by now. <laughs> Probably. All right, Noel, you are first with your 22. How far away are they from each other? Are they flying next to each other or something? Not really. They're coming in at you um, from off sides to kind of swoop and cross. Could I have a redeclaration of their distance? Yes. They are 120 feet away from you currently. 120 feet is a number I can work with. How about we keep it simple until they get closer to me? I'll cast taste on the party, get everyone ready for the fight. Okay. Is this still the same day? No, as... no, it's okay. been many days later. Yes. All right. First of three hastes. Okay. In rum. Question. Is there a distance limit on smite evil? Smite evil. Oh, I... It says target within sight to smite. So not a huge deal because I'm going to do something else, but I'm just curious. Anyway, I'm actually going to cast prayer on the party. Okay. So prayer. everyone gets a plus one luck bonus on attack rolls, weapon damage rolls, saves, and skill checks. Luck bonus. Nice. Yep. Anything else you'd like to do? Weapon and shield are already drawn, but yeah. Okay. Harper. I'm going to start Inspire Courage can't turn it into a spell yet. And you are currently on a gravelly beach, and the nearest clump of anything to hide in is 120 feet away from you at this current time. Okay. 
you could always theoretically vanish. I was thinking about that. Yeah, I'll, well... Is that a standard action to start up singing? Depends on what level bard. I can't remember. Eight. Okay. You can start a bard of performance as a move action at seventh level. Oh, okay. So then I will vanish and start bard of performance of Inspired Courage. Very good. So you disappear from sight. Ninja. (laughs) All right. The first, who will it go for? Number two. That's Reeton. Yeah, I figured. (laughs) So it dive bombs you. Flyby attack. Power attack. Yeah, okay. It will attempt to talon and then grab you. Now these are, what size are they? They are gargantuan. Okay. So let me change the size of these things. Effing huge. Okay, so it swoops down with a flyby attack. So it has a flight of 80 feet. So it's going to charge you, and it can easily grab someone of medium size. AC 25. It barely hits, yes. For 27 points of damage. And then a grab attack for CMB 45. What the fuck, man? Yeah, it hits. Okay, so you're grabbed and then lifted. And he flies up, uh, let's see, 80 feet. That'd be 160 feet he could fly. So that's 40 feet up in the air. Okay. And then the next one will attack you. Well, attacking me? No, no, I'm sorry. Um, attack the, who else, who else is next? They begin fighting in the air over Reeton. It is going to be the next largest creature, which would be Inram. Two talons, or one talon, AC 30. Nope. Okay, bounces off your shield. White sparks fly as its talons scrape against your shield. It passes on 40 feet away, the opposite direction. Wouldn't that provoke an AOL? Do you threaten 15 feet away? No. It has 15 foot reach. Oh, that's bullshit. Okay, got it. (laughs) Okay. All right, that is the end of their turn. Reeton, you're up. Okay, since I'm grappled, Mm -hmm. uh, we're going to have to just remind me, can I do attacks while grappled? With light weapons or unarmed strikes? Well, unfortunately, my bastard sword, I have to use two hands. Right, so that's not a light weapon. No, it is not. Daggers, rapiers, things like that. Short swords. I don't have those. Right. Well, let me try to... I I know it's it's foolish, but I'm going to try to get out of this grapple. Okay. Actually, it doesn't specifically say light weapons. What does it say? In addition, grappled creatures can take no action that requires two hands to perform. And you all stick a negative two on all attack rolls. Okay. But here's the problem, because I'm not trained with my bastard sword. Like, I'm not trained in ex- in exotic weapons. Right. Could I even use it one-handed? Yes, but you take a penalty. And you don't do the one and a half times damage. Yeah. You take a negative four penalty on your attack roll. Just for not being proficient in using it that way. Yes. Okay. So you be at a net minus six. Okay. This is what I'm going to do since it's going to be able to hit me anyway. Rage, Reckless Abandon, uh, with Headband of Havoc, plus four levels. Power Attack, Inspire Courage, Prayer. I can still do a full attack, or full round attack, with my Bastard Sword plus Haste. So I'd be able to do four hits. A full round attack, Bastard Sword. So it would only be 44 to AC. Mm -hmm. Does that threaten a crit? It does. I rolled a natural one for the crit confirm. And then let's do fire and electricity. Fire for major, electricity for minor. So that would just be 29 points of damage. Okay. Plus 
Fire and electricity. Uh, two fire. Goes through. Four electricity. Goes through. Cool. All right. A second attack would be a 31 to hit. Uh, hits. 27 points of damage. All right. Third hit threatens a crit again mm. uh, with a 35 mm-hmm. for 37 points of damage plus fire. I'm just going to do the damage with the crit because it was a 36 to confirm, mm-hmm. uh, which is another 25 points of damage, I think. 25 points? Yeah. Plus the six fire. Plus, because I have burst, another D10 yep. of fire, which is a 10. So a total of? Total of 14 points of fire damage. And then my last hit would be a 28 to AC Okay. for 33 points of damage. And then another D6 for another four points of damage. Okay. So as you begin to wail on this thing, your sword bites deeply into its chest and you are again covered in more blood and it falls out of the sky, dying. And then with your last final plunge, you plunge your sword into its heart, killing it before it even hits the ground. And you take four dice, six points of falling damage. I take four points of damage. Do you still have those cat boots on? Yes, I do. That's amazing. And you land on your feet, taking four points of damage. Well, and here's a, here's another question, though. Mm-hmm. Does DR... Apply? Yeah. So that would be two points of damage. Two points of damage. Boom. I mean, it's a little bruising on, on your underfeet. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Remind me to never get into a scuffle with Reedon. <laughs> <laughs> and he used it one-handed. Whatever. Took out a rock in one round. Sorry. It's all right. Round two. No. Is the other rock still 40 feet off the air when it tried to attack Ingram? Yes. In that case, I'm going to do a ranged touch attack against it as I cast a first-level spell, Ray of Enfeeblement. Okay. Does a 31 touch? Easily. So the first thing that's going to happen is the subject takes a penalty to strength equal to 1d6 plus 1 for two caster levels equal to a maximum of 5. So it's going to be 8 points of strength damage. However, you can now make a fortitude save to reduce this penalty by half. Oh, okay. Fortitude save. Rolling the dice. 23. It passes for half. Only minus four. So I will do a 30-foot move action closer to whatever direction it's at and then pass the turn. Okay. And Inram. I'm going to stare at it menacingly. And ready an attack action if it slashes at you? Yeah. Sure. Okay. Harper. For what it is worth at this time, I will initiate the healing song. Healing song, all right. Everybody will start getting regeneration too. Okay, big fan of that song. Yeah. Me yeah, too. It's very pretty. All right. The eagle sees what happened to its other and no. flies away. <laughs> Does not want to have anything to do with this. I'm going to roll knowledge nature real quick. Do rocks mate for life? Oh. Please roll. <laughs> 27 with a natural 20. Yes. Oh, <laughs> That's the one thing I have trained. So 24, I I know that as well. Yes, you do know that you have killed its mate. Hooray. Hooray. And I would like, after the battle, I would like to roll survival to get meats off of this. Food. Meats on the menu, boys. 31. 
Okay, you, you get two weeks worth of food for the party. That's good. That's good. <laughs> in huge slabs. <laughs> Lightly salt it and throw it in the bag of holding. You also harvest four rock feathers. Oh, that's good. And you can also get their talons. So four rock feathers and claws. You want to put that in the uh, party inventory? Yep. All right. That is the end of that little combat. The <laughs> rocks experience. You defeated two of them. Uh, 6,400 each. So that's 12,800 to the team. Harper, would you mind keeping that song going for three rounds? Sure. Sweet. Excellent. You're past that danger. Quote unquote danger. Right. Well, it was kind of dangerous. I guess. It was scary in the fact that I couldn't hit it. Mm -hmm. It did pick up the wrong person, though. <sighs> so it's a good 37 miles to the opposite shore where you need to go. You can go around, but you got to go through the cross rivers, or you can go across, maybe make constructing a makeshift raft. I vote we build a raft. Or you can teleport there because you can see the circle of stones. I vote we teleport there. Can you see 37 miles? 34 miles? That's pretty far. I could fly up, get familiar with the area, and then do it. Hmm. I was thinking, I mean, if you if you can see it from there, that'd be great. Yeah, it's over the horizon. Yeah. Otherwise, I was thinking maybe how many things of teleport do you have? So I can get four castings by completely blowing out my arcane pool on top of the one that I have prepared. So you can do it five times. And that's five times and then I'm done for the day. Yeah. So let's assume that you could go about 10 miles. We could get there with four castings. We could spend a day scouting ahead, find out what the area looks like or whatever constitutes familiar. Oh no, uh, you would have it would be viewed once at best. And then if you spent a day or so, it'd be seen casually. Right, I'm saying we're going to spend three months setting up a new life here. Oh, okay. And when you're almost ready, we're going to bring the rest of the party. No, we're... <laughs> I mean, we could also keep on walking. We don't have to do it from here. I could make communal mounts too if it's easier on y'all. Well, do we see uh, any towns nearby? Anything no. like that? Okay. You're definitely in the wilderness now. Okay. We're not even in the Bunyip Lord's domain anymore. That That is a fact. Teleport is my favorite thing to do, but <laughs> I mean, if you want, guys want to do a... I would kind of not trust us to go on a raft. No. No. I don't even think Inram knows how to swim. I know how to swim. He's heard of swimming. Full <laughs> plate does not do well in water. Yeah. So I think walking would be the best bet. Communal mounts would be nice. I think that's that's our best bet. Why didn't we do that sooner then? Because <laughs> you look like you need your exercise, human. You have all those calories you need to worry about. Also because nobody brought it up. And Harper's short legs really slowed everyone down. Yeah, let's. I would say let's do the communal mount. Let's start riding over there. They're there. Once we're in teleport range, we can teleport the rest of the way. All right. I think I can even make them size appropriate. I want Harper to have a, a gigantic one. You can see about 27 miles generally from um, how far you can see off the horizon. We could round down, say, 25 miles. So you, you spend another day of travel, and you get to a place where you can teleport across. No more rocks are falling from the sky. Rocks fall, the party lives. That's right. <laughs> and you teleport. I guess I'll collect up your tokens. And this counts as the first spell of a new day, right? Yep. All right. Okay. 
poop here. Should go dark on you. It did. Oh no, Harper's gone blind again. <laughs> How many times does that make? It's okay. One of my mercies is cure blindness. Yay. <laughs> Literally, the only reason I took it is because of how blind you become. Oh, no. <laughs> it's okay. There's only so many mercies I get access to at certain levels, and it's like, blind is a pretty good one to get rid of. So we are inside of a circle of seven statues. Yes, I- I'll describe it here. From the rocky eastern shoreline of Lake Stormunder, the ground rises into the craggy, snow-dappled roots of Rhymeskull, casting its long shadow over this area. Yet not all of the ground here is rugged and mountainous. Several hundred feet from the lake's edge, the land suddenly levels off to create a circular hill. Rocks and tenacious shrubs poke through the scattered clumps of snow here but they are dwarfed by the ring of seven ten-foot-tall stone heads that circle the hill's edge, their faces angled inward at each other, mouths agape. To the east, the sheer mountainside of Rhymeskull rises, icy and wind-blasted. Two hundred feet above leers a carving of an ancient face, its gaping mouth forming a large cave entrance in the mountainside. A ten-foot-wide stairway of stone descends from this cave to a ledge only fifty feet to the east of the circle of stone faces. You are standing near the center of this circle as you appear. Well, this certainly does sound like some of the things the Riddler was writing about. Yeah, it does. Any knowledge to know any more? Yeah, let's have a knowledge history check. The robot got a twenty-four. Harper only got sixteen. No knowledge about this uh, exists within your minds. Great. I, I mean, I remember some something vaguely about, was it seven statues being brought up before? Noel takes out his notes. On eastern shores of Steaming Mere, which I believe this place was described as having smoke coming off of it, at end of day, when dusk is near, where seven faces silent wait and encircled guards at Runeforge Gate. Hmm. So each stone of the grace of seven lords, one part each key ruler hoards. So look in here on this this lovely map. I see B one two three four five six and seven. Are there doors or anything back there? Walk around the backside of the B one, and you see that there are uh, no doors, no hatches, no portals, nothing like that. Just the stone head. And they all look different. Okay. The one to the north, B1, looks like a stern man. Several gems embedded in his head. And he uh, looks quite stern and angry. He looks familiar. I'm going to take a shot in the dark. Is this the guy that we've seen on holograms? Yes, holograms and statues. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Karzook, my friend. He might be Karzook, yes. Yes. And he has a bunch of gems in his face? Almost certainly iron stones says something about when night when nighttime comes guards appear I don't like that I'm sure there's a mystery here we have to solve but I'm too stupid to know oh I'm thinking the mystery now if offered spells and proper prayer I look to the paladin what do you know of ancient prayers holy one well natural one for a 12 on knowledge religion oh. I don't know about ancient prayers I only know the modern stuff Turning to Harper, and you little one. For religion, 
I might know a little bit. Let's see. Mm, 18. 18? Mm, it's unfamiliar to you as well. I can name all the religions. <laughs> the robot get a 15. He doesn't know any better. Um, the second, B2, uh, the statue has, uh, looks to be a, a sleepy lidded man with symbols carved onto his face, all over his face, like tattooing. Sort of like on the bellies of those giants? Something like that, yes. And it looks like symbols and formula of magic. Knowledge arcana slash spellcraft? Sure. Would one be more appropriate than the other in this situation? Spellcraft. For 35. That's very good. And you recognize conjuration spells. I'll share that with the party. All right. It's not a school I'm particularly well-versed with, but these look like conjurative thermatology. Interesting. Well, would it be a correct assumption to say that these are the rune lords, right? Seven rune lords, seven of them. One of them's identified as Karzu. One of them has runes over them. I think that's a good assumption. Okay. Well, weren't they... Actually, I wouldn't know this. Never mind. Because I realized that there was the books back in the library where we killed Mock Murray and that talked about, like, the rune forge was, you know, giving stuff that was, like, good against certain rune lords based on what their, like, specialty was. But Tev was there, not Enrom, so I don't know anything. Oh, right. Does anybody else recall when in Jorgenfist we were in the library reading about the rune forge and the associated abilities that come with each of their respected schools of magic? Yeah, does anyone remember? Does anyone recall that? I think the robot might. Hmm, I think I recall that. Yeah, I, I wouldn't recall that because I don't know how to read. Well, also, he was sleeping. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was. Yes. Yeah. Well, we have formulae for conjurations on this one. One of the rune lords was associated with conjuration magic. All right, so I'm going to take out my, my spray paint, and we'll spray paint that with conjuration on it. <laughs> you left your spray paint in your other pants. I'm sorry. He wipes off some blood from under his armpit. That's what I was going to say. I'm going to take some blood and write in blood conjuration. You have plenty of that coating in. <laughs> All right. So that's con- B2 is conjuration. And what was Karzug's specialty? T something, right? Tra- trans. Transmutation is the school name you're thinking of, but I don't think that was him. Oh, okay. Oh, no, duh. He was, uh, wasn't he greed? He is. Yeah, yeah. He's definitely greed. I would... I thought it was transmutation, but I could I could definitely be wrong on that. Let's inspect the other statues before we make any definitive claims. Just, okay. B3. B3. This it looks to be a heavyset woman. Okay. She just looks like a heavyset woman with no facial expression, just a blank look with her mouth agape like all of them have. Is she the only woman, or are there more women? There are other women, yes. Okay, so just a heavyset woman. Yes, with kind of a plain hairdo, page boy cut. And I assume we're doing the seven deadly sins, so I'm going to assume gluttony? Well, there are others that look even bigger. Oh, okay. She's just heavyset. Rather unattractive, rather plain. No adornments, no nothing. That's what we call my type. Yes. B4... This one is a beautiful woman with long flowing hair and a very angry look on her face. Okay. But also beautiful. Mm. Also, yeah. yes. Probably wrath, but might be lust. 
Unless if there's yeah. another one that looks even lustier. I have no idea. Uh, let's go to B5. This is the one to the south. This one, he his features uh, look quite noble, and he has a strong set to his jaw. His hair looks immaculate, and he just has an air of pride on his face. Wow, you're just giving it away on that one. That one had to be, uh, yeah. Yeah. B6, that's to the southwest. Oh, I'm sorry. I am so sorry I made a mistake. Another prideful statue. The B4 was very beautiful and pouty lips, almond-shaped face, very, very attractive. Okay, lost. Yeah, that's lust. Yeah. And then B6 is a beautiful woman with long flowing hair that is angry. She's the one with long flowing hair and the, the stern look on her face. Mm-hmm. Very angry. That sounds like wrath to me. And the last one, the northwest one? Huge, corpulent. It almost looks like pustules on his face and like it's decaying. Okay, so we got gluttony over there. So Karzug is greed. B7 is gluttony. B6 may be wrath. B4 is lust. B5 is pride. So we don't know who B2 is, and we don't know who B3 is, right? So we have greed, gluttony, wrath, pride, and lust. So we have two more to find. Well, actually, B2, you were saying he looks sleepy, right? So that'd probably be sloth. That could be, yeah. Sloth. And then we also have envy. Which would probably be B3, based on process of elimination. Yeah. Okay. So now we have to... We don't need the names. We just need to know the schools of magic. Mm-hmm. Pretty sure we got one down being transmutation. Pretty sure we got two being conjuration. Is there any way to detect types of magic? I mean, there's detect magic. I, I'm going to guess that angry lady over here is evocation. Does anyone cast detect magic? I can cast detect magic. Actually, it might be a good idea to cast it on the one that we know is conjuration-based. Well, when you cast detect magic, it's concentration. So you just concentrate and then look at what you need to Well, yeah, uh, that, that sounds like a good idea. Let's do it on the one that we know it's conjuration. And if it comes back saying conjuration, then we know that it's working. <laughs> okay, so as you look at B1, right? Uh, B2 is conjuration. B2? Okay. It does appear to be conjuration. Mm-hmm. Okay. And what about mm-hmm. B1? Transmutation. Yep. B6, which I think is wrath. Let's check that. Evocation. Got that one right. B3. Abjuration. B4. Enchantment. B5. Illusion. That makes sense. And B7. Process of elimination would be... I actually don't know. Necromancy. Ah, bad magic. All right. So what do you think needs to happen? We need to offer a spell and a prayer. Well, we could try it just with a spell. Well, we have to do it to all seven, right? We should start making a note of what spells we can cast. So I could do Conjuration, Evocation, Enchantment, Divination, Necromancy. And I think I could do an Illusion, too. Um, I can't. I have Ghost Sound. It just depends on what this key might be. Casting various spells may or may not work. So you just have to try... We also have to offer prayer. Is it and or or? It says and. If offered spells and proper prayer. Okay. 
So we know what types of magic they are. And we know the corresponding sin that they represent. So it might be worth it to, at each statue, state something about the sin that they are and then cast a spell of that school of magic. This wouldn't make your god angry at you for praying. That's why I'm not doing it. These are also apparently magical items. So if you roll really well with a huge magic device, that might work too. Or even try to disable device. I'm going to stare at Harper because um, the DM literally just told us what to do. I'm just allowing you guys options. Which we appreciate. I will let the one who has access to all schools of magic go first. Mm -hmm. And who also doesn't have a soul to trade away. Mm -hmm. The robot (laughs) walks up to B2, the slothy conjuration man. Mm -hmm. Places a hand onto it, and then he will cast Acid Splash on it. Acid Splash on it. Okay. I was thinking you could do, uh, you know, disable device or... No, that's the rogue's job. Are you within five feet of the... You, you touched it, right? I am within five feet of it. Okay, okay. You cast the spell. The spell is now absorbed by the head, and it begins to glow with energy for a moment. And the ground vibrates as a piercing trill emanates from the head. The glow and the sound fade after a few several seconds, at which point... A gold key appears in the mouth. Hey. All right. Do we pick it up? I don't know. Do you? I will grab uh. it. I'll grab it. Oh, sure. I was going to say, All let right. me grab it. Reeton goes over to grab it. It's a large gold key. It feels cold in your hand. How much does it cost? <laughs> um, it's an artifact, so therefore priceless. You don't have a number. I got you. <laughs> That's what priceless means, reading. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, that seemed to work. Mm-hmm. Noel, let's uh, let's go get some keys. All right. Well, I still don't have abjuration magic, so we stand in front of B three and say, "Well, that was fun," and then we move on to B four. Yeah, I'll check what I have. Yeah, let's do let's do all of Noel's first, and then we'll move on to Harper. And I'll I'll go with just in case something bad happens. And I'm going to cast Daze on the Statue of Lust. All right. The enchantment spell is absorbed. A glow begins, a piercing trill, and vibrating ground. And after a few seconds, a golden key appears in her mouth. I grab that one, too. Then we cast Ghost Sound on B5, which is an illusion spell. Glow, trill, vibration, and a key. Then Evocation, I'm going to cast uh, Spark as Evocation, right? Yeah, we'll cast Spark again. Okay. Hopefully I don't set the stone on fire. It does not. And a key appears after the requisite normal... Quote, normal. ...sounds and vibrations and glows. Yes. All right, B7, will cast Disrupt Undead. Ah, it glows, and a key appears. And then, did we do B1? We did not do B1 We did not do B1. Did we do B3? No, I don't have Abjuration. Okay. I do. That works, too. It turns out the spell magic is... <laughs> Perfect. Wait, do you have a cantrip that's abjuration? Might be a bit better to cast. Well, let's get the key out of the, the, the B1 mouth. Yeah, I cast Mage yeah, Hand on Karzug, and I give his noser up for good luck like he's Abraham Lincoln, and then Reeton gets the key. Oh, resistance counts. Perfect. Let's have Harper cast that on B3. Mm-hmm. I'll grab the key from that. 
I assume all the trembling and stuff happens. Yes, it does. Okay, and what else were we missing? Nope, that was it. That was oh. it. We got everything. Okay. All right, so what's the rest of that poem, guys? As I close the handout. Take seven keys and climb the stair. It's the next part. And then on frozen mountains, Zinn awaits his regal voice, the yawning gates. Turn keys twice into Hedron. Occulted room forge waits within. All right, and there was a part of this cave that was a big mouth, if I recall correctly. Right? Yeah, it's a big skull-shaped mountain. I wonder where we have to go. And the stairs lead up to its mouth. Oh. All right, let's... I think we should go up to those stairs, guys. All right, as you uh, begin to climb the stairs with keys in hand, who has the keys? Reeton. Reeton has all the keys. As you climb these stairs, it's a long stairway up. Oh, no. That looks like it must have been built by giants and taken years, if not decades, to complete, is chiseled out of the side of the mountain. A 20-foot-wide and 30-foot-tall stone arch frames the first steps, while the final steps lead directly up to a carving of an ancient face, its mouth, open mouth, a cave entrance. The familiar seven-pointed star is etched deeply into its surface, prominently positioned at the highest section of the arch. Bones lie in iced-over heaps along the visible areas of the stairway. And I guess what we'll do is we'll come back next time on Rise of the Rune Lords. Hang off the side so it's a literal cliffhanger. No. Look at me. Goodbye. Bye. All right, so what do you think needs to happen? We need to offer a spell and a prayer. Well, we could try it just with a spell. Well, we have to do it to all seven, right? We should start making a note of what spells we can cast. I could do, for example, Conjuration, Evocation, Enchantment, Divination, Necromancy, Illusion, and that's that's it. I could do all of those as a cantrip, so that's... The train passes in the distance. Wait, we could have taken the train here? <laughs> <laughs>